Okay, so yeah, Instagram is pretty vague because I'm not like... And what's your name? Taya. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I, I didn't even release that for like the longest time because I felt like I just wanted it to be more about the vintage and the thrifted Absolutely. than about me. Yeah. And then the more I kind of got into it, the more I felt like people wanted to know a little bit about me. So mm-hmm. I disclose little bits and pieces. Of, but course, of course. The biggest part of me is a mom. Yeah. Like that's what I've been doing for 12 years. My oldest is 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So um, I have a 12-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old. Okay. And um, that's just what I do. I homeschool. You homeschool your children? I do. What was, why did you decide to do that? Oh, I was not going to be a homeschool mom. That was not going to be my jam. Um, I just knew, like, I'm going to stay home with my daughter until she's five and send her off to school. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was five and reading and, like, high energy. So we just sort of thought, I'm going to have to stay home with her, like mm-hmm. going to homeschool her the first year and then we'll yeah. send her off. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just like took us a couple hours a day and she ex- just wow. excelled, did so well and was mm-hmm. like bypassing her gray levels and mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. Um, just doing great. So we did it with the other two. And I say we, but I'm the one that doesn't. My husband <laughs> doesn't have a lot of involvement in it, but yeah. uh, that's my big job. Yeah. So that's why... Um, I do Vintage Love ABQ, mm-hmm. and I also have Aloe. Okay. And Vintage Love was around. Do you follow Aloe as well? No, I do not. Tell us about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Vintage Love is it's my thrifted page, mm-hmm. and I started it. A friend of mine, uh, who I sold a piece of furniture to mm-hmm. on Craigslist, said, "You're so good at this. Like, you need to just kind of put what you find when you're thrifting on Instagram." Mm-hmm. And I thought. That was the weirdest idea I'd ever heard. <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to look at that. Why would they want to look? Like, why would they want to look at that? Yeah. So three years went by. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I moved to Farmington, New Mexico. My husband got a job oh, there. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we moved there. <laughs> there is not much thrifting there. Like, there's not a big estate sale life. No, absolutely not. And, yeah. and to be a vintage person there is kind of, like, you're kind of weird. You're a little bit of like. Yeah. It's like, kind of, it's, it's really country, right? It's just kind of small town America. It is. It's country and it's kind of, I don't want to be mean to my Farmington people, but I feel like it's kind of, it's set back a little bit. Like it's not certain, well, like super modern day. And I don't know if it's just what's available. I don't know. No, or no, just, no, or no. styles. And I think you tend yeah. to kind of like have the style that your friends have. So you go to your friend's house and it's country and then you're right. Like, you right. like that and you yeah. adopt that style. Yeah. But I remember I had someone walk into my house and, look at my weird vintage painting that's stitched with like paint and yarn (laughs) and it's like mustard yellow and all these ugly hideous colors that maybe look like barf and I loved it Mm -hmm. and he was like that is so ugly and I said I think that (laughs) is the best compliment I've ever received like I just felt like I was doing something something right that was me and it didn't bother me that you know that wasn't his vibe but what, so what, like what, what is it about vintage stuff? I mean, obviously yeah. I, I think, you know, I have a taste for uh, You could call it hipster or whatever. I don't really like going by those labels, Yeah. but uh, <laughs> what is a hipster? Don't label yourself. Yeah. Exactly. The post hipster hipster. I don't sure. know. Um, but you, there's, I mean, I'm into records. I'm into, you know, I like going to the thrift store. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, what's, what's the difference between somebody who's like, I would say you, this is your lifestyle. This is your life. And somebody who's just kind of maybe a hipster, to for the lack of a better word, I guess. That's really interesting. And I actually think, I think about that a lot. Really? I do. Okay. So um, I'll kind of like 
I'll, I'll say, you know, I, when I got back from Farmington, I started Vintage Love ABQ. Mm-hmm. And that page um, was just, it initially started, like, literally, I was just putting thrifted pieces up on there. And um, it was nothing about me and just just the pieces that I was kind of coming across. And I started to just get, more, you know, more and more followers. And um, I think it was kind of surprising to me. But I think, and to sort of answer your question and mm-hmm. to bring it around a little bit, I think people crave like the authenticity, like, um, I think that there's a difference between being like a hipster and being someone that loves vintage because you don't want to do something because the crowd is doing it. Absolutely. You know, you want to do something because it's real and true to who you are, Mm -hmm. but what's, what you kind of see in the hipsters and the true hipsters, Mm -hmm. like don't be a hipster just to be a hipster. Right. Be a hipster because maybe some of the elements of what that means kind of apply to you and who you are Absolutely. and they're authentic to you yeah. and, and you crave that style. But I think what you kind of do see with the hipsters, it is like, I hate to even use that word hipster because it kind of lumps together everybody into this group. Mm-hmm. But like what you do see is a uniqueness like to each and every one of them and something that kind of makes them like uniquely themselves. And I kind of look at hipsters and I always think in high school, you know, these kids were bullied. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, these people maybe were nerds or they had an offbeat kind of personality and maybe they weren't like the jocks and (laughs) the cool people and stuff. Um, And I think that like being a true hipster is in and of itself just being true to like who you are and what you jive with. Mm -hmm. And you do see a lot of like the, the vinyl and the, you know, people that like records. And like you said, like it's, that's a little bit more of like a common thread throughout it. But right. um, I think about this a lot because I have a lot of friends that would be, you know, perceived as hipsters or whatever. And <laughs> it's a very popular thing to see, you know, to see right now. Yeah. But um, I do not consider myself a hipster. Like I am very much a, like I'm a vintage soul. I guess I'd describe myself that okay. way. Okay, That's pretty cool. Um, That's yeah. a unique way to describe it. Yeah, because I think I've been a kind of a weirdo my whole life by um, setting myself apart uh, just loving all things vintage. Like I can remember, um, like when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was, um, on the cheerleading team, yeah. um, mostly because like I did gymnastics my whole life. Yeah. And then when I quit gymnastics, I thought, well, I want to keep up the sport. And, it, and cheerleading is perfect for that. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it just was an extension of that. Mm-hmm. And it was that competitive, like thing that I got to still do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did cheerleading and I remember, for our end of the year video, we would put together a collage of like pictures of us throughout the year of like what we did and mm-hmm. our friends and our family and our cheerleading group. And all of the girls would sort of put up pictures of themselves to a Britney Spears song. You got to choose <laughs> your song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears, uh, Christina Aguilera, like whatever it was mm-hmm. at the time that was kind of big and very mainstream. And I chose... Barry White's song, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. That is awesome. And my coach looked over at me and was like, of course you would. Like, of course. It's like, yeah. you know, can't get enough of your love. And this, like, Barry White beat drops. Yeah. And everybody else is playing Britney Spears. But this was me. And even in that big pond of, like, being like, oh, in the jock group, quote unquote. Yeah. I was very different. Like, my my room was different. Mm-hmm. I remember going on drives with my dad and just listening to Frankie Valley, like, so, I mean, do you feel like a lot of a lot of your style, I mean, now that I think of it, I think a lot of people's style comes from the music, right? So you were listening to the, this this music because of your parents. 
And were they, was their kind of style similar? My dad, I always say that he's like an accidental, like stylish person. He doesn't mean to be. Yeah. He just is like. It's just who he is. Oh, it totally just is who yeah. is. And we grew up not, like, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Mm. And um, we lived in, like, a smaller home. And I remember my parents would, they just make do with whatever they could find, you know, because mm-hmm. they put me through gymnastics, years of gymnastics. And here that's in like, Albuquerque? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I've lived here my whole life. I should have started with so that. So you were born and raised here? Born and raised in Albuquerque. Cool. Lived in the same, like, triangle of my first house my whole life, just, like, right there really? until I moved to Farmington. <laughs> that was, um, that was yeah. a big move, huh? <laughs> I that shook my world. Oh yeah, it, okay. It shook my universe, yeah. but it was like it was a very important time in my life for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember my parents making do, and they they would just get cinder blocks and stack some cinder blocks and grab a pe- like a couple pieces of two by fours and put them on top of the cinder blocks, and that was a shelving unit. <laughs> oh, that's what I had in my old place. Yeah, that's funny. That's well, my. Well, now you kind of see it happening, you know, yeah. where people are just kind of like making do with whatever they can find. Absolutely, the economy so, was bad, so yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the heart behind vintage love is that um, I don't think, and this is from I'm speaking for me personally. Like Absolutely. I have three kids, I chose yeah. to stay home with them. Yeah. And I worked at home, and I owned my own business for eight years. Mm-hmm. But when we moved back to Albuquerque, the time for that business to be done was done. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to move on. Um, when I started Vintage Love, I had gone thrifting earlier in the day and that was the thing moving back to Albuquerque. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I get to go thrifting all the time. Like, this is what I get to do. I'm I'm just really pumped and I get to fill this beautiful new home that we bought and we had an atrium and it's just like this, this home of dreams. (laughs) Like it's small. It's not huge, like 1800 square feet, but it's just my, it's my dream home and I never want to move, but I got to fill this home. I was so excited. I went thrifting earlier the day that I started Vintage Love, and I mm-hmm. found a dresser, and I thought, I, I don't need that dresser, but it is it is freaking rad. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to start this thrifted page. And I went on ahead and do it, and this was three years after the recommendation from my friend. So it's a while after. Yeah. Oh, I waited three years. Wow. And I was like, Amy, you're you're crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why do you think this is a thing? People was it, are going to Was that thought lingering the whole time, though? Or it no. just kind of came up again? No, it'd kind of pop up here and there when I'd come to Albuquerque because, oh. again, I'd kind of thrift in Farmington, but the whole time I was there, I think I only found a really good pair of chairs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, actually, my coffee table I got in Farmington okay, as well. So but it's because of the location, essentially. Yeah, uh, there's not yeah. a lot of there's not a lot of mid-century. Of course. Like there's a, there's some rustic furniture and some good finds like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I found an old hospital like um a hospital like bed sheet press that was like 12 feet by 12 feet that i really wanted in my life but <laughs> nobody needs that that's what i could find in, in nobody, farming needs. <laughs> nobody needs one of those do i have an extra room for this bed sheet press maybe yeah. but um yeah so i just started it and then it, it just took off and cool. i think it was kind of um like for me i'm not a very superficial person in terms of like the way i think about almost anything. Mm-hmm. I'm almost like too deep for my own good sometimes. But for me, the idea of just starting a thrifted page it's was... It's really humble, by the way. Well... <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, like, I guess, I guess I sort of meant that as like a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
I'm just I like, giving you a hard time. Probably like, I guess the best way to put it is I'm an overthinker. Is that a good That's way to put great. it? That's, That's great. humble. Yeah. yeah humble. <laughs> I'm like tooting my own horn without knowing it. I'm just so good at it. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess like for me, I just wanted to start the page to like help other people out. Mm-hmm. And um, it sort of like it sort of drove my husband crazy because he was like, why are you putting energy into this and you're getting nothing out of it? And like, he's, he's like, he's not a bad guy. Sorry. That sounds like him. Making oh, no. him out Just to be pragmatic. Guy. Yeah. Like yeah. for him, he's very logical. He's like, why are you doing this? And like, I told him, I said, I'm out thrifting for my own stuff. And I had been thrifting furniture and fixing it up and flipping it on Craigslist for a very long time, which is why one of the reasons I'm out there thrifting mm-hmm. and estate selling is so that I can find a piece and flip it to someone else that's how, how I kind of supplemented some income here and there yeah. and um so for him it was very confusing but for me I guess my whole life is just about like my whole life is just about like trying to recognize people so this was a very weird way that I felt kind of called to do it mm-hmm. like I always thought oh I have to get out there like I have done things like serving a soup, soup kitchens. That's like kind of like those things that make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I recognize through the confirmation of other people in my life, this is somehow something that I just, I like have the gift of, I guess. And yeah. I don't feel like it's a gift. Personally, I kind of just feel like it's some random thing I do. Yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of people that have looked to me to help them design things and have you know purchased things for me. They're like, you need to be doing this in your life. Mm-hmm. And the time wasn't ever you know, then Mm -hmm. it just had to be when I moved back and that was the right timing. And there were some other things in my life that just made me very thankful for that timing. It's been really interesting because, um, I guess I set out to sort of do this and to connect to community through a tiny little thrifted page. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have had the opportunity and I guess like I've just had the opportunity to even, have sit downs with people and have one-on-ones with people that have reached out to me and been like, uh, you know, you seem like someone I can talk to and I'm having a hard time in my life. And that's not something you see on the page. Yeah. So it's, it's hard because throughout it, I've tried to stay very like true to who I am. Um, I think social media can be kind of this sterile environment where everybody posts what they want you to know. What they, who you, they want you to think they are. Uh huh. Right. And, and yeah. who they exactly. And, and, um, and, and, I think it's dangerous to compare ourselves to that. So I try to make sure that I am, yes, I'm me. This is my style. This is my home. This is, I love interiors. I love design, but I'm like a giant nerd and I'm a mom. And like, I want, I guess I want to be, I want to be authentic, mm-hmm. you know? No, absolutely. So, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> no, do you need a drink of water? No, I'm good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, I mean, it's, I th- do you feel like, I mean, at what point did, did you stop just making it about the, the vintage items and then integrating yourself? I, I mean, I know with, with the podcast in, in my kind of production company, at first it was kind of, you know, the productions themselves and the work. Eventually I started becoming part of the image yeah. And I am I'm assuming that's what kind of happened. You became the image of the face of. Is yeah. that kind of what happened or was there a moment where you're just like this is kind of it's who I am and I'm going to embrace it? Yeah. Well, like I said, I think I'm 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 too deep sometimes like I'm an overthinker and I set out to be like 
I'm never going to let anybody know who I am on this. Like, I just want it to be about the, the community. Mm-hmm. But um, I had to let it evolve. So I don't just have people in Albuquerque following me mm-hmm. for thrifted things. I have people all over the country and really all over the world mm-hmm. following me because it's it's kind of a vintage blog of sorts. Absolutely. So um, you just and you don't actually write. You just it's just all photos on Instagram, right? Just all photos on Instagram. And sometimes I'll go on a giant like cheesy heartfelt rant because I really feel the inclination to do so. And that's where more of me started to come in. Mm -hmm. And generally, those moments are moments where I'm reminded in and of myself, like, what my life is, the purpose of my life, the value of my life, because, and I've gotten into this, and I don't know how much you've read, but I I have a a hard past. Like, Mm -hmm. I had some, um, a lot of verbal abuse in my past Mm -hmm. in in an old relationship that was extremely detrimental. And at the time, I didn't know how to call it what it was. But it messed with me for a long time. It sticks with you, yeah. It really sticks with you. Yeah. And, and it's amazing how, like, if words are capable of, of doing that to a human soul and a mm. human heart, words are capable of mending and healing. And I don't know everybody that follows my feet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope if people can slow down, especially for one of those long, cheesy rants, mm-hmm. in which I'm reminded, hey, like, you... You have value. There's purpose in your life. It. Y- I'm just like a thrifter that loves vintage stuff. But I'm, I don't know, I guess I just take that moment of kind of trying to recognize who I am and the value of me and, and saying to other people, no matter what you've been told, no matter how you've been treated, um, like you can, you can make a choice to make that a beautiful thing in your life and to turn... Um, kind of those words around create something positive and also kind of move forward and and touch other people's lives like that yeah so for the most part it's just pictures um but then there's the occasional like rant (laughs) that i go (laughs) on and i also like i guess the part of me that sort of type a is like that's out of place this is a vintage feed but i think (laughs) it's important to like be authentic so for for the first little while i was definitely like i need to just be posting these thrifted things I found Mm -hmm. but I want I guess I definitely just want to be um I just want to be a part of the community in any way that I really can and if my platform is vintage that's great Mm -hmm. but then I get to sneak in the occasional like positivity and the encouragement yeah that's better like that for me makes makes it more purposeful and more um it's more fulfilling Mm -hmm. like I can't just do like it's great to do vintage to serve the community um with aloe aloe evolved as a part of vintage love when people started saying do you have a shop do you ever sell anything and i said yeah but i sell on craigslist Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to make vintage love about me selling stuff Mm -hmm. um so i created this separate page aloe Mm -hmm. which is where i do get to like i'm sourcing these pieces and i'm i'm repairing them and fixing them and then i'm then pushing them out for people to purchase Mm -hmm. still trying to keep things within a reasonable you know price range and being fair to people in our community um how do you you spell it just like aloe it's like aloe which is yeah aloe yeah yeah i think um i'm a plant hoarder (laughs) is that clear on my feet that's pretty clear uh i I don't know if it's very clear (laughs) i I think here's the thing about your feet you you do everything so well 
And I'm not just saying that to kind of compliment you because you're here in front of me. I, you're really talented. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's and I'm so if there it's if you're if you're doing something about plants, I'm like I think I'm all ears. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of like, almost kind of like if I had long hair playing with my hair, I'd be like, yeah, you could tell me anything, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm listening. Cool. Yeah, I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah, I I have this serious obsession with plants. Like it's a thing. <laughs> It's a, I give them, okay, so okay. every, like on Sundays usually, mm-hmm. sometimes throughout the week otherwise, they get in the shower, not with me, but just they get in the shower <laughs> and they get their baths because you have to let, you know, you take care of your plants, their babies. Again, like I think that was probably part of my upbringing. My mom killed every plant that came into our house. Every plant. Every single one, huh? It's my hard, mom, you know, it's pets hard. and animals. My mom, Pet, I mean. She killed the pets too? She's going to. My mom's going to listen to this. My mom. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> mom. <laughs> it, I think she killed like a new and a salamander, um, rodents. Oh, like other like other Big animals of stayed no. alive. Dogs stayed alive. It's kind of, yeah. My mom lo- loves loves her dog. She's a very good caretaker of dogs. So I'm, trying, ju- to, I'm trying to dig myself now? out of a hole. <laughs> but my mom killed plants legitimately and she still she would admit that she's gonna listen to this be like oh yeah that's true true. um i'm not lying yeah so my mom killed a lot of plants but my um and she's an amazing person i'm like i feel so bad because my mom seriously is the most amazing person okay um but i uh i learned a little bit about plants from my great-grandparents they had a a a beautiful garden and i Mm -hmm. just remember like this huge portal with string bean thingies on it and um and like my grandpa made his own potting soil because he was so into it it was specific to the environment that we live in and how dry it is um and they like won best garden in albuquerque and they were just these cute little old people (laughs) my great aunt is very much like the pruner and the caretaker of all the plants and i remember in high school i went over to my friend jerry's house and his house smelled like plants and potting soil this is going to sound really weird but i loved that i guess maybe there was some sort of a sentimental tie for the plants Mm -hmm. so for me when i say i'm a plant hoarder like it's dear to my heart i'm all these are my plant babies (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm a plant hoarder and that like definitely is a huge part of me so when i was trying to name aloe i was like what do i want it to be i thought about the name relic which actually uh, um some you know some friends in the community who are amazing at mid-century modern have recently opened a gallery okay. with their mid-century stuff cool. and uh they i think they, co- they co-run it, it. Yeah. relic but where is it oh where is it yeah. oh um second sixth central somewhere so it's somewhere right, around right downtown right downtown okay. thank you that's a good way of putting it yeah. um is relic <laughs> is their name and i'm uh-huh. like ah oh, that's crazy because i almost wanted to do that but aloe was more authentic to me mm-hmm. being a plant hoarder and i kind of <laughs> wanted it to have this sort of like vibey chill thing where you're like what is that well it's plants and locally yeah. you know made stuff um and i'm by the way, not trying to plug aloe right now, but I just want to talk about no, a that. little I think this bit. Why you're here? I mean, we're, let's talk well, about you. I know, but I don't want to plug the bis- business aspect of it because, again, to me, it's it's more than just a business. It's about community. True. So that's okay. where this comes in. Um, everything that I have picked is locally sourced. Hopefully, it continues to stay that way. I do see things in other states, and I'm like, ooh, I kind of want that. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I'm 
everything will be locally sourced. So I'm employing local craftsmen and okay. and everything to kind of make things for me at the moment. Yeah. And then I'm sourcing vintage things from around here and supporting local estate com- companies and stuff like that. That's awesome. So for me, hopefully that community environment and that community feel can kind of plop on over to Allo mm-hmm. and still be a huge part of, of what's going on over there. So yeah. Yeah. That's so. That's that's why you call it aloe. That's why I call it aloe. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's uh, it's. I mean, have you thought? Have you ever given a, a shot at writing, at actual blogging? Oh, okay, yeah. So aloe needs a website, and that's been something that has has needed to happen for a while because I'm selling on Instagram. And so, that, okay, so aloe is doesn't have a web page. It doesn't have a web so page. So used to sell it. How do you? <laughs> Are you, it's, I mean, it's, Hey, we, we start, I like literally the, you see the setup, like it's, I don't know how long it took me to get this, but we start somewhere as I'm trying to get at. Hey, you know what? I feel fortunate that I get to do something I love. And I heard it said recently, um, on a radio show that like, when you get to do something you love, you feel like you're stealing from people that pay you. And it's so true because I just, um, it's, on, so, it's so weird. Yeah. On Thursdays, the reason I don't have my kids today, but they're not. It are like they're not arguing right now <laughs> they're amazing but they're together like yeah. they're together and yeah. they get under each other's skin but the reason I, they're not interrupting so to say they're hungry mm-hmm. is because they're with my mom so on thursdays my mom watches them and i get okay. to go out of state selling and stuff cool. that's my big work day yeah. on thursdays i do all the sourcing yeah. i post to vintage love yeah. i go home and i work on on pieces or whatnot yeah um and i really want aloe to be uh my hobby I want I think when you're doing what you love it feels it feels true to who you are Mm -hmm. you don't lose like the authenticity of of what you're doing yeah and that appeals to people yeah um it's a a hard balance to maintain I mean I've talked to a lot of people who do do what they love but they they want to do it so so much so that they eventually they have to start making money from it and it's, yeah. and yeah. then you start lowballing yourself as far as pricing goes. Yeah. So it's like you value yeah. yourself, correct pricing, stuff like that. So, I mean, you're talented, so I wouldn't be surprised if stuff was going for a high price, but at the same time, I understand what you mean by trying to make it affordable for the community. Yeah. And I think there are some pieces that mm-hmm. like, it's like my very first piece that I sold. And here's kind of an interesting fact about Aloe is that I decided when I started out, this is going to be built by me from the ground up and we're going to start somewhere and I stage on a wall in my home studio. I don't have an actual location. Mm-hmm. Um, my very first piece that I sold was a vintage, um, tufted Chesterfield sofa mm-hmm. leather, just like to think about it kind of, I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> I sold that and I, I priced it online. I priced it on first dibs, mm-hmm. which if you're a geek like me, you know that that's the site you go to when you want to know top dollar for something. Yeah. First dibs. Um, and then I kind of priced it not on first dibs because yeah. that's a really unrealistic price point. Yeah. Um, and then I priced it even lower than that. Um, because for me, just because I can charge $3,000 for this really awesome sofa doesn't mean I have to. I know what I paid for it. Yeah. And I know that I paid a, a bit for it. Mm-hmm. So if I price something a little higher, it's because I paid a bit for it. But Absolutely. I want to be able to offer it for my people. Yeah. So hopefully people just know that, like, I'm being real. I'm being honest out there. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. like, I want to make sure that um, I'm consistent 
And uh, I started by selling this vintage Chesterfield sofa. Mm-hmm. I made the profit off of that. And off of that profit, I purchased like three more things. And then I sold those and made the profit off of those. And then I bought more things. So mm-hmm. Aloe has been completely grown from my first little nest egg mm-hmm. in, in that Chesterfield sofa, mm-hmm. which I don't know. That, I, that makes me feel like anybody can do anything. Like, I think if you really want to, you don't have to have a million dollars. Like, if you really want to. (laughs) Are you hinting at something? (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, Um, I think if you really want to, I think you just have to start jumping in Mm -hmm. Um, because of kind of my my rough history and my rough past. um, I just felt like, you know, you start to doubt yourself and you start to feel insecure about who you are and what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that instilled a lot of fear in me for a bunch of years, just yeah. in, in regards to a lot of things. But yeah. um, I think you just have to rip off the Band-Aid and start saying yes to everything. <laughs> like, like yeah. no, like seriously. Really? Everything. Okay. You just have to say yes. Obviously, not dumb stuff, but <laughs> like you can't. <laughs> say, yeah, no, not, say no to drugs. <laughs> say <laughs> Well, just um, say no. Well, I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> but I think if it scares you, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, say no to drugs and all the obvious stupid stuff, okay? <laughs> but I think if it's an opportunity that scares you, mm-hmm. that fear can control who you are and it can control your life and it can manipulate fear. you into not taking giant opportunities. Absolutely. Fear will, will ruin you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, and I think that for me, just like, being out there and exposing myself is a hard thing because of my past. And I think that's probably why I started vintage love on sort of like a low key, um, you know, note, but, uh, I think like I just learned to push past that. And for me, a vintage love has done something for me as well because the community is so kind. Yeah. I, I run across a couple of mean people. (laughs) I mean, they're, they're everywhere. There have been a couple of really weird, um, very rude <laughs> people that have emailed me kind of mad about a certain thing or another. For the most part, though, that I find that the community is just incredibly loving. Like I mm-hmm. went through a major surgery last year in December yeah. and I had people offering me like food, like meals. Just you know, from meals. Just your site, just from that's, Instagram. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was confirmation for me that I have done an okay job of connecting to the community. Absolutely. It's really just about like it's just about everybody else. And so Mm -hmm. that was a really big sign to me because, um, sometimes, you know, a while will go by where I'm like, you know, am I still like, I check myself, am I still being, you know, who I need to be with this? And, and is this, you know, still a positive thing? And I try to try to make sure every time I post something that it's authentic, but, Mm -hmm. um, I think that I'll just about that time, like I'll get someone that'll just randomly, you know, message me and just say, I really appreciate your feed and you're Mm -hmm. doing, good things and you're saying things that are uplifting and that's that's great like that's that's, that's, i mean yeah absolutely i think you got to focus on those and be be grateful for those kind of of those people who reach out you i mean i did a blog post recently and somebody did made some horrible horrendous comment you know racially racial slurs and and you just you wonder like you doubt you doubt why you're doing it but at the same time you're like this is it's kind of part of the public being in the public eye and it comes to the territory unfortunately there's so many mean people out there and i mean i would say to i mean i'm sure you know just don't take it to heart oh gosh no and i it's so funny because i don't know like i don't 
at all. Like, I guess it doesn't really phase me. Mm-hmm. I have a very thick skin. Like, it takes a lot to hurt my feelings. And this this person in particular um, that emailed me just was frustrated about something. And I said, I understand your frustration. Like, I, I tried to validate mm-hmm. Because I think that people ultimately, the knee-jerk reaction of people when they have some sort of hatred yeah. is a basis of like of insecurity and fear of themselves. So I think Absolutely. ultimately I can kind of villainize people and I can say, oh, well, you, you did this, that, and the other to me. And so I don't like that. Um, and I can take it personally, but I try to live outside of myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I try to, I try to say, what is this really about? You know, and so kind of taking myself out of the equation Are and they having a bad day and letting it out on me or something. They're they're afraid of blank or mm-hmm. or whatever the issue is. But um, I just realized that I somehow didn't answer your question about whether or not I have a blog, and I just realized that. <laughs> like, uh, but that's wait. what it, no. It, here's the thing. I mean, the the whole point of this is just conversation. Yeah. So if you want to like, answer that? Did I answer that, your you, question about the blog? If you want to answer that now, go for it. I don't have blog. Well, that's what I was gonna say about Aloe's website is that I I because I actually do sell pieces so quickly, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of inventory to show. So if I have a website. Mm-hmm. It's got three things on it. That's not something that no. people are going to visit consistently yeah. unless I offer something like a blog. So that. So you got to have other material a on. Really there. long story short, and brought back to the point now, uh, is just that I, I might need to do some, you know do something like that at some point. But do I something small. Hate mm-hmm. computers and technology. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like I don't want to do it at all. But yeah. Um. But at the same time that makes me think I probably really need to, you know, like no, I need to push outside of my boundaries and I probably really fear. need to do that. We were just saying, fear, yeah. Man. Say, so. you, yes. <laughs> Except for girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean that, no, that's yeah. A blog. You can always start small. You know, I have a page with different things that I, I kind of categorize my films, my, this, my, that, and the podcast is one of them, you know, so you can have different pages for different things you do. So yeah, a link, yeah. I can link it to your Instagram or something or other, you know, so yeah. it's small, but yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's whatever you want to do. I'm not trying to tell you how to run your life. I feel like I just need somebody that is like efficient at doing that stuff because I tried to start myself a spare, uh, a square space, a spare whatever i don't know what I was <laughs> a, say. Spare space. a spare space um i tried to start one of those a couple of years ago no a year ago and i think i have a website out there somewhere <laughs> floating around that has nothing on it nice. i don't even know like it's yeah. probably like when you buy like a picture frame with a couple like a picture of a couple <laughs> in it and it's just on your like you hang it up on your wall because eventually you'll put a picture in it yes, uh, that's probably what my square space know, looks I don't like know if other people do that <laughs> I think that's a you thing. It's just somebody else's like <laughs> page because that's the Squarespace format. Okay. But I think that's out there. Okay. Maybe. Okay. It might be. Um, no, I, I just need help actually setting one up. So I think it's for me, it's just taking the time to I have to like very well plan it and photograph things and, and put things up there that um, like I think the initial splash page to a website needs to say exactly who you are. Uh, no, absolutely. And that feels like a lot of pressure to me. It, yeah, it can be. <laughs> I've had a long be. time to build an Instagram history. So I'm like, the pressure of actually starting a page and having that first that first thing that people see needs to be yeah. pure aloe, you know? And you're and you're doing so well at at uh at, on Instagram, obviously. You know, I think you how many followers do you have on there? I don't know. How long have you been doing it? 
Uh, it'll be two years in May. Okay, so just a couple of years. Just a couple of years. Um, I told my friend Amy when I started, I said, I'm doing this, and I think I'll, like, I'll probably have, like, 10, 20 followers. <laughs> like, my, my friends will go follow me. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a big deal to me. It wasn't about, like, how many followers I was going to have. It was just about, like, this is what feels good to me. This is what I want to, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, with no vision. Like, <laughs> No vision. Like I'm just start it. Yeah, I, I, I think that again, life just brings you what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think you just have to be listening, because I was just gonna start it, probably just to have 20 followers for the rest of my life and post cool things I found, and that was gonna be my jam, yeah. and yeah. that was okay with that, and yeah. I would still be finding things to to flip on Craigslist, be with my kids. Yeah. and enjoy them and that yeah. that was my life mm-hmm. but i think that you just have to allow life to evolve and to take the opportunities so that you're, really, you're supposed you're, to have you're really happy with what like you're doing and this you think you this is your calling it is and that yeah. sounds so weird um so i went to school for uh special education and sign interpretation and oh. that is not as much as I still have a heart for the deaf community, that's really not what I feel called for at this time. Like my kids take, I I give all of the good pieces of myself to them Mm -hmm. and to that Mm -hmm. and, um, and to my family. And so I feel like that takes, it takes a lot of patience to raise kids with intention. Yeah. And, um, I, I would love to be able to maybe do something in the deaf community at some point, but I know I couldn't give equally to both my kids and my family mm-hmm. and to that kind of an intense situation Absol- in, at work. Um, so I feel like it's interesting because I was telling someone, well, I might want to go back to school at some point just for fun yeah. to be an, to be an architect. Cause I just want to cool. build the crap out of my own house one day. Like <laughs> it's going to be it's along the same lines that the raddest house. <laughs> oh, I have oh, yeah. like visions and dreams of what this house would look like. And that's, what I want to do. And I'm like, this will be my only project. Just kidding. I would probably do more projects, but <laughs> I would like, I would definitely want this to be, you know, something that I don't know that I want, I want to build my own house. So maybe I'd go yeah. back to be an architect, but then I was telling them I might also want to be a family therapist, <laughs> yeah. which are completely opposite things, Absolutely. but I just want to do like what I'm called to do whether it's architect or family therapy. And this was a couple years ago that I said this. And I think what's been revealed to me through the process of being a goofy Instagrammer mm-hmm. is that it doesn't matter what you do. Like it doesn't, Mm-mm. it doesn't, Mm-mm. it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you are who you are, where you are for a reason. Mm-hmm. And like good things can come from being a nerdy vintage Instagrammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's great. Yeah. And that makes me happy. So I'm very content in that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that's really awesome. And, you know, it's, I think, so, I mean, you, you said family therapist and you've been saying community a lot. A ton. So I oversay community. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. So yeah. I think, that there, I mean, there's, a, I feel like there's a reason for that. You really have a connection to the community. And like yeah. to help, you really want to help people. You yeah. Know, you want to be there for people. Yeah. Is that just because of, you know, traumas you've been through as well? Or is there something about it's I'm assuming the community, you mean Instagram community or Albuquerque or New Mexico or what 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 do you think of when you think of community? Well, I mean, I think that the Instagram community meets, you know, that reaches everyone. And yeah. so community on that level. Yeah. But I have a heart for New Mexico. Yeah. Like 
I am from here. Yeah. I hear people talk about it here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not like a barren wasteland. No. New Mexico's cool. Like it's we've a beautiful got beautiful place. landscape. Yeah. Um, we've got unique architecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I do. I, I don't personally really totally get down on like a Santa Fe home. Um, but I can appreciate that because mm-hmm. it's unique to where we are. Um, I, I heard someone say the other day, you know, I couldn't imagine trying to raise a family here. There's just so much crime and, and all that. And that's true. Yeah. But, um, and this person was speaking about leaving the state because it was just, he thought there was just right. so much crime or whatever. Right. Um, and that's true. But I think that if everybody who is, um, that has like a big heart leaves the state, <laughs> then what do we have left? You know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's about, um, I mean, I guess when I think about it, it can be kind of overwhelming to be like, how can we better New Mexico? But I think it just means taking a second to just recognize the humanity in others. Absolutely. Because I have a lot of friends. Um, I, have a, I mean, a lot of people that follow me and that I follow that have um, completely different religious backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, ideas of what should work politically. Yeah. And I think there's a lot that can divide us. Yeah. But... There is certainly, there are certainly things that can be common ground for us. Absolutely. So I have a lot of friends. I mean, if you were to sit down and talk to us about vintage, we'd be like on the same <laughs> role. We'd be like totally right. agreeing on everything. People aren't one dimensional. No. Yeah. But if you were to ask us about religion or yeah. about politics, yeah. it would be a completely different story. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that even if I disagree with you religiously or politically, I don't think that 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 doesn't strip you of your humanity and what led you to the convictions that you currently hold on your religion or your politics Mm -hmm. or your faith. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that people tend to kind of like perceive uh, um, like a brand of people. Like, you know how you hear like politically, it's like, well, this is the, the left and the liberals and the right and the Republicans. And you tend to lump people into a category of Mm -hmm. what they are. Absolutely. And it, it, it strips them of their humanity because it's just putting them in a category and you can speak about that more negatively Absolutely. if you want, because it's mm-hmm. safe. You're, you're referring to the masses. All, but la- you, all labels are, are, are horrible. Yeah. Essentially. No, you're right. Right. And, and I think, I mean, and there are certain contexts where it's appropriate to kind of address things in that matter. But if you sit across from someone and you recognize that this person is an individual and maybe they don't believe anything I believe. Mm-hmm. But I can still love them and I can still respect them and I can still be kind. And what causes us to be anything other than that is a base of fear. Mm-hmm. Fear that your own values will be questioned and be rocked. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you really believe what you believe is true regarding the things that really define us deeply. Because I think the things we get so hung up on are religion and politics. Mm-hmm. Faith and politics divide people left and right. Absolutely. And so I think those are the things that really cause communities to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see how you, you know, mm-hmm. lived your life this way. Mm-hmm. You experienced life that way. Mm-hmm. And therefore you believe what you currently believe. Absolutely. I lived my life this way. Yeah. I experienced life that way. I believe what I currently believe. And if what I believe is true Mm -hmm. to me, like to my core, I don't, your beliefs and your (laughs) ideals, they don't threaten me. Absolutely. You know? And so I think to me, our community is divided. Uh The current state of like, I mean, I try to keep, you know, the feed like politics free because it can be, Mm -hmm. it can be kind of wearing 
Absolutely. And, and uh, these issues are very important, but mm-hmm. it can be wearing to constantly have to hear about it. But I think yeah. uh, what's cool is it, you know, let's find the commonalities in the vintage community. That's such a such an easy and simple mm-hmm. thing. We're at the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah. And let's just be human together. Yeah. That's it. I know. And all like, I know I sound like such a hippie. No. I am such a hippie though. Like I really do know that Again, I'm like labeling, <laughs> <laughs> labeling. Like I do know it's funny because, um, <laughs> my mom, when we were growing up, if I fought with my siblings, we all, you know, if we got in an argument, she'd be like, just love each other. Just, <laughs> just love. If you're not speaking love, then don't speak. And she'd just be so, you know, encouraging for us to just love each other. And, and I, I used to, we used to tease. We were mm-hmm. like, oh, circle of love. Like you sound like such a, you know, like a, yeah. Ah. yeah. but now I find myself saying the same things in you, life you and be- to my or kids. Or you become your parents yeah. in such a weird way. Well, and I know, and it's in, in cool ways. I was thinking about this. I'm like sweeping the other day. I'm thinking about how I'm more like my mom than I ever thought I'd be. And you were kind of cool. And you thought <laughs> it was kind of neat i was like that's kind of awesome because at the time i didn't understand her yeah. but now i totally do right i actually said to my kids the other day i said if you are not fighting about love or <laughs> loving someone then you should not be fighting at all and i mean you didn't think about it before you said it it just came out oh boom i was just like if you're not fighting for love, there's you shouldn't be fighting and i was <laughs> my total momness coming out but I mean, I say that more times than I, I ever thought I would because I thought yeah. my mom was so silly at the time. Absolutely. You know, but Absolutely. You know, so that's why you got to be self-aware when you're parenting your kids. Oh, Because that yeah. not only will you, you know, are you ra- you're not raising who they are. They're, you're raising who they're going to be as an adult yeah. and who they're going to be their kids. Yeah. If they have kids, to raise their kids to be. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's why, like, that statement probably came out because I was thinking it myself. Um, I was like, I was thinking the other day. It's interesting how much we fight for what we personally think we need. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we, um, we, we all tend to be narcissistic from time to time, mm-hmm. but our general, like sometimes I think our knee jerk is to, to protect ourselves and sometimes to be a little bit too clingy to like our self protection, you know, so we yeah. can take things seriously and personally way too easily. Yeah. I think sometimes. Yeah. So I was thinking about that the other day and I was thinking, I don't think there's a lot worth fighting for mm-hmm. other than like a peaceful, like loving relationship, not just like, you know, just with anybody and anything. Like Absolutely. if our, you know, if my relationship with someone is not on, you know, a level of peace, then I'm, I'm going to come to you and say, Hey, what can we do to get it there? Mm-hmm. That's a good fight. Absolutely. But other than that, like if you said something that kind of offended me, whatever, like blow that stuff off. I'm going to go. Right. Like, uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. blow stuff off. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Don't take things so seriously. Like just, I think, you know, whatever. So I was thinking about that. And I think that's why I said that to my kids because I was like, you know, just saying to them, like what causes like the fights and quarrels among us is our own desires, you know, mm-hmm. and just trying to like be like, if you are fighting for something, it should be because maybe someone was being unloving to one of your siblings or, you know, like mm-hmm. if, if, you know, you feel like, I don't know, like, you know, just fighting for love. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that, that's, I think that's why it came out is cause I was thinking that and that's who I want them to be when they grow up. Yeah. I want them to be givers, you know, I just yeah. want them to be, and they're, they're sweet. Like sometimes they blow me away. Some of the things that they do. And of course, um, you know, raising homeschoolers, which I was like, I'm, you know, I'm never going to do that. But <laughs> it's been really interesting because um, they're funny. 
and they're outgoing and they're yeah. intelligent and are you just like amazed every day you see them and like I'm the like, stuff they say and they do and you're like wow and they're incredible especially yeah. and the 12 year old yeah. you know she's starting to get her own feel for life uh-huh. and the issues of life so when i'm approaching a subject and an issue of you know spirituality or, or or politics with her i don't approach it from my perspective i approach mm-hmm. it objectively mm-hmm. and i explain all of the points of view and the way that she kind of like breaks it down and makes it into a basic statement is insane. It's so good because I'm like, bam, like if everybody knew that, you know, who they're voting for, what they're thinking of doing, like, you know, and what they think of politics could be broken down to this very simple statement. It's just interesting to see how their little minds think, to take mm-hmm. all this information and to put it into this version that makes sense to them. And Absolutely. they're just like incredible little beings. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's crazy. It's right. crazy. No, and my, no. and my boys are like little monkeys, but they're funny and they're sweet and they're like monkeys. Do you have boys or girls? No, I have a boy and a girl. So like my oh, son's got... is like a monkey. You yeah. Know? And my daughter, she's like the sweetest, most helpful little thing, but that yeah. has a bunch of sass sassafras man and she's but she's funny how old is she Uh, she is five and she she gave herself a haircut last week (gasps) yes i have never had that happen i think that would mortify me i know well she cut like a good portion we were able to get you know shorten it to like uh it was down to her butt we shortened it to like her shoulders and then gave her bangs but she afterwards she she said now i can have my hair done every day and we we she had told me she wanted her hair done a lot, but it mm-hmm. was just so long and get in the way. And now it makes sense. You know, that was her way yeah. of telling us that she likes her having her hair down. Yeah. You know, and it hurts her head to, to have it up. So, oh, you know, okay. So yeah, she so just, she was just trying to like, fix the problem. Hey, man. you know what? That's, I mean, she's a doer. She, I'm, I'm a problem solver. Let's get this done. <laughs> That's, That's just, hilarious. You, know what? you won't listen to me. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. That's so funny. And she looks so cute with her haircut. You know? Oh, of course she does. And it's just yeah. framed her head. Just, he's just perfectly. I just think I couldn't be more in love with her. Yeah. And my son, he's just, he's a thinker, you know, all kind of making connections in the world. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing that you just said about your daughter, you know, he's, he goes, he does the whole thing where he's, um, so you're, so you mean he, he starts it with like, oh, so you're telling me. And, and synthesizes mm. it and brings breaks it down to just something that is so simple and makes sense and it's just yeah. you know a nugget of a soundbite yeah and you're yep. like yeah that's exactly what it is and I op- yep. as adults we all put overcomplicate with all these words and these you know we're, we're trying to lead people to think a certain way and it's just very simple stuff sometimes it is you know? yeah absolutely and it's interesting to see the difference between the boys and girls oh yeah because they're like mm-hmm. they're just their nature is entirely. Uh, oh no, no, no I mean, I'm sure that that's not always completely true. But no, in no, my case, in my part, experience, yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. the most part, you know, that's a generalization for sure. But I think that for the yeah. most part, in my experience as well, in my observations, I, mean, I can see that. You know, mm. it's just I think that's just how, like we said, we're built. Women have more attention to details. We were saying, you know, when it comes to the kind yeah. of decorating and stuff, and yeah. not not that you know, some guys just have a, a knack for it as well. It's you know, but it's rare. Oh no, it's so rare. Um. We, I, I mean, I should have mentioned at some point, my husband's style is not my style oh, really? at all. Oh, yeah, okay. his, we like to tease that his style would be like Miami Vice. That would be his style. <laughs> he's, he's very cute in his own little, like he has his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like, I think he would agree that design is not like, a, mm-hmm. it's not really his thing. Mm-hmm. I'm luck, like I'm very fortunate that I can 
change up the house and um, can just do what I want. We've had a few little, you know, marital disagreements about design. Um, And that's hard for me, actually. I have to say that letting go of what I want design-wise is kind of hard for me. I think it's probably it's just because it's like a part of me. It's um, your space as well. You want to feel I spend a lot of time, you know, in that yeah. space. And so I yeah. guess for me that's kind of hard. But yeah. um, he's very, like, he's very forgiving in that he'll come home and there'll be, like, a huge shag rug hung from our, like, behind our bed, basically. And he'll come home and it'll just be there. And he'll be like, where'd that come from? <laughs> I'm like, I change things up. <laughs> I change things up all the time. Everything yeah. is different all the time. And so I feel like, you know, that's kind of nice that he has – he has a little bit of like forgiving in that, but, yeah. um, but yeah, our styles are completely different. Yeah, so, yeah. um, for a while he definitely questioned me, like just, what are you doing? Why are you, why do we need grandma couches? Yeah. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it's taken a bit of him seeing, you know, what I've done, um, you know, within, you know, the community and with Aloe to sort of see that maybe, maybe. I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> kind of Maybe. Uh, some affirmation. Mm. And, you, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening to him, I'm sure you're a great guy. She, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, and then again, it's not yeah. his thing. So, you know, we, I know, I, I know. I'd always use the argument. I'd be like, hey, baby, you know, if you, if you, you know, we were computer shopping. Mm-hmm. If we were computer shopping and you said, get that computer, it's the best. You know about that stuff. And I'd be like, okay. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. that's the computer that's I want. That's a good computer. Yeah, that's, that's, you say so? Yes, it is. And so it shall be. And that's sort of like, you know, what we do. But I'm like, so then when I want to hang a shag rug behind our bed, you say yes, <laughs> if you say so. Because that's just like what I do. Yeah. But um, I mean, like, that's great. probably yeah. eight years ago or so, I uh, found a, like, a, you know, like a room divider, like instead of having a door, you hang this like beady kind of concoction thing from the doorway and it mm-hmm. divides oh, a room, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like it's like a gypsy thing, sort of. Yeah. I had a living room and a kitchen in our old house that just were one solid space and I wanted to sort of divide that. So I just hung some of those mm-hmm. from this, the ceiling mm-hmm. behind our couch yeah. in between the space. Yeah. And I think that people were like, that's so weird. And I guess I've just sort of always, I just marched to the beat of my own drum. Like, yeah. like my first car, I wanted it to be my, my dad's VW thing. And like all my friends are driving nice cars that, you know, their parents bought for them. And I was like, I want to buy the thing. That's mm-hmm. what I want my first car to be. But of course, my dad in his wisdom said, you cannot own for your first vehicle a thing, which was a huge, gigantic nugget of wisdom because I then wrecked three vehicles in the next year <laughs> and I got rear-ended three times. I got yeah. rear-ended yeah. three times. So, and then I did roll a vehicle at some point that was totally my own fault, but, um, <laughs> the three rear-endings. So you're not, so you're not the greatest driver. Is that what I'm the best driver, me? but I got <laughs> rear-ended. <laughs> I was at a stoplight. Okay. I was at a stoplight. Right. I was in a parking lot for one of them. Okay. Yeah. So my dad and his wisdom was like, no, you don't, you don't need a VW thing. And, but I've sort of just always had like my own, my own thing. Like you just march to the beat of your own. I'm a, yep. That's good. And you okay. keep rocking it, man. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, um, before we sign up, it w- so you have, you have the Instagram page? 
I do. And you have you don't have a web page for Aloe. You I don't. don't. Yeah. Okay, so what we could do is we can just link this stuff up. People yeah. can follow you. You know, yeah. and it'll be great. Uh, it's it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's been it's been a treat, really. Thanks. Appreciate okay. it. Cool.